What Tristan Jari did here probably won't get much notice, let alone praise. But you know what? After the summer he's had, I'm kind of here for that. I am. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of the Steelers and the Pirates right where you found this. I'm in Tampa, and I covered the Penguins beating the Lightning 6-2. And I'm still not 100% sure what it was that I witnessed. But I do know that the script very much followed what I'd been laying out for you over these last couple of days here on the show. And that was that the team had to be all in, all committed to the system. Being aggressive, being skilled, being smart, and at the same time defending. Making sure that they're doing all the right things in all the right points of the rink. And they did that. They really did that. I try hard not to go thick on superlatives over anything that occurs in a regular season setting. Even if it's the opener and it's national TV and it's two-time defending Stanley Cup champs and everything else, you got to watch it with the adjectives. It's still a regular season game. But the Penguins' performance... The skaters' performance, the 18 guys who suited up and played, in light of the fact that five of them, five regulars, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jake Gensel, Zach Aston-Reese, and then, after the morning skate, Mike Matheson, all were on the injured list. All of them. And they did that to the champs, and they did it so convincingly and so thoroughly. It was a clinic. There, is that that a superlative? I'm not going too far with that, right? But it was. It was how to attack a team that in all likelihood is taking the ice with way, way, way more natural skill than what you've got. It wasn't passive. It wasn't... uh, you know, sitting around in the neutral zone and wiggling sticks. They got right in their faces. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. And right there in the back of all of it was the guy that everybody's been worried about. And not without cause. Because the last time we saw Jari, you know... Pass up the middle, Josh Bailey, all that other stuff. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, he he played fine. I wouldn't read anything into the two goals he gave up. Both were, I don't want to say garbage time, because in each case it pulled the lightning within two, but it was still the final handful of minutes. Neither of them was egregious. Had... The Penguins skated through the last five, six minutes 
and not given up anything, no one would have been surprised. The whole thing felt like a shutout all night long. And when the saves were really, really needed, they came. They were delivered. I wouldn't say that the Lightning had a ton of great chances, but they didn't have none. And any goaltender, at any level actually, will attest to this. It's harder to play the position when you're not seeing regular shots. It's harder to stay sharp. He did that. He did that. He was really good. It's okay to say that. It's okay to think that. And then it's okay to say that. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need. They, in turn, need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you can be turned into five full meals for those in need. pittsburghfoodbank.org Every effort was made after the game to get Jari to say something that sounded a lot like, man, that felt good after all of you been ripping me for months and months, not even necessarily to the reporters in the room, but just, you know, to the, to the fan base in general, to everybody, to everybody. He didn't come even within the solar system of anything that was remotely personal. I did notice during the game, during the game, that he was making a habit of really being demonstrative with his teammates. He does like to talk back there. For a guy who's kind of quiet off the ice, he's really, really chatty on the ice. And at one point, in the middle of play, in the middle of a penalty kill, actually, when Mark Friedman had a really good clear from behind the net, a real hard wrap on his forehand, not a simple play to make, got it all the way out of the zone. Jari actually was chasing him in the direction of the Penguins bench to give him a pat on the rump. Now, I asked Jari about some of that type of behavior that he exhibited on the rink. I saw you encouraging guys out there, encouraging your teammates on a couple of occasions here. How satisfying is it for you to play behind guys when they're going that hard? Yeah, it's awesome. It makes my job really easy. They're playing hard and they're blocking shots. Like you see some of the block shots that we got from up top, and I think that doesn't happen unless they're playing their game and doing everything they can, and they did a great job for me. The team stuck by him, not just management. Not just the coaching staff, the players stuck by him. I have talked to players away from formal settings. And the subject of Jari has come up and every last one of them feels strongly that he's still on track to be a very good goaltender in the National Hockey League. Maybe that's because, you know, they face him in practice and he is legitimately a very good athletic goaltender. But maybe it's also stuff like this, that he gets behind them and he supports them when he sees that that they're doing the right kind of thing, whether he learned that from 
Marc-Andre Fleury or Matt Murray, both of whom were also that way, I can't say. But regardless, he deserves his own credit for it. And he deserves his own credit for this game. For this one game. Because, look, I'm not going to turn a big positive into a big hypothetical negative here. But let's all remember what we thought was going to happen here. And then from there, let's try to conceive of what our reaction would have been specifically about one player. Just about Jari. And yeah, and instead it turned into this. So I'm here to give credit for that. I am. But overall, it was just amazing. What a performance by the whole team. When we come back, just one question. It's time for just one question that comes to you always courtesy of Fubo TV. Monthly cost of cables over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, and you don't pay for DVR or installation. Fubo TV is offering our listeners right now a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/dk. Again, it's fubotv.com/slash. DK. Our question comes from Dan, who asks simply, who had the Penguins scoring six with tallies by Danton Heinen, Dominic Simone, Brian Boyle, Evan Rodriguez? <laughs> well, you know who? Let's be let's be fair here. Ron Hextall. Because I can think of at least one podcast where one annoying guy spent several months bracing everyone for what an awful signing, in particular, that Heinen would be. In fact, I didn't even bother to learn his name until about a month or two after he was acquired from Anaheim. Thus, he was just the Anaheim guy. And I gotta tell you here, and I hope you'll find this to be the case for as long as you're kind enough to listen to this show, I don't stay stubborn with stuff. It's not more important to me to be right than to just say what something actually is. Heinen has, and I've been saying this for the past few days, looked really light on his feet and really comfortable with this system. The better players he's surrounded with, the more of an impact he has. Now, yeah, I know you can say that about everybody, But Heinen's been a nice fit alongside Jeff Carter and Brian Rust. Now, I don't know that that line's still going to be together tomorrow night in Sunrise because you might have Jake Gensel back. You might have Zach Aston Reese back. I don't think either of them's going to be back on this trip, but that's just a hunch. I do think that Heinen is going to find a way to fit in well with this group of penguins. Simone, nothing about his excellence ever surprises me. You know that. <laughs> Boyle uh, made a, a veteran play to take that outstanding pass 
from Sam Lafferty and look at the world's biggest goaltender and say, you know what, I'm not shooting it over that. I'm shooting it under it. And he just slid it right under Andre Vasilevsky's pad. And then after that, it was just a whole barrage of empty netters. And I'm not giving any credit for empty netters, although Rodriguez's was really nice. I mean, whacking it from the far end of the rink like that, one-timing it. Look, they played really, really well. They played really, really well. And this is what they're capable of. I've been saying this for a while on this program to the considerable consternation of some people judging by the feedback that I've gotten. You know, you're delusional. This team is done. This team is whatever. Maybe that's the case. But the only point that I've made that's really risen above the rest has been this. It doesn't have to be the case. We saw what this team looks like in the run-up to last year's playoffs. We saw what it looked like in the playoffs, except for the garbage goaltending. Now we're seeing it, you know, it's just one game here. That's it. One game. For all we know, we're all going to go across Alligator Alley tomorrow for a slaughter. You know, the Panthers are really, really, really good. They're arguably right up there with the Lightning, as they've shown in head-to-head competition. But for right now, all we have to deal with is what we've seen. And this team still has that capability, but it's got to play the way you saw last night. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, especially those of you who've been with us for a while. It's awesome to be able to cover hockey, talk to hockey people, and then come here and talk about actual games. Let's do it again tomorrow.